take it away, Jamie. Do you want to do you want to do an intro? Do we have an intro? We don't have an intro. No, not yet. You can do the intro. Bum 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 bum. Welcome. <laughs> to the unplanned Welcome. plan. That was very unplanned. It's unplanned <laughs> podcast, which is good that you said it because I did forget the name of the podcast for half a second. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's a very promising start. That's fine. Um, so this is our new pos- our new podcast. Um, I'm Jamie, and this is Max, and we are the hosts of this podcast um, that we're starting. So I guess this is the intro episode. We should probably go over what the podcast is, who we are, why are you listening, you know, what to expect, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a good question. Why are you listening? Episode one. It's just... Episode one. Why are we Start listening? making them doubt why they're here uh, straight <laughs> off the bat. Just, just Yeah, if we really ask the question... The Oh, yes. sorry. I'm, I'm already talking over you. This is great. No, it's fine. Uh, it's it's just just really make sure that they know why they're here, which is uh, you know what the value proposition is, essentially, exactly. isn't it? Exactly. Yes. So this is a sports athletics. It's not just a running podcast, even though I am just a runner. Um, it is uh like a sports training podcast, I would say. Right. So we're we're two people slash athletes. One is more of an athlete than the other. You're allowed to laugh out loud. I can fueled see you. By, fueled by caffeine and desperation. The real, the real <laughs> common binder between the two of us, uh, I feel. Um, I'd say we exactly. both have a passion. I'd say we both have a passion for sports. Um, we slightly differ in terms of our journey, where we are, where we want to go. And what I essentially, I think I imagine is what we want out of sports differs slightly. Mm-hmm. I think we have different end goals, um, through, um, the exploration of exercise or races or whatever. I think we have very different expectations from ourselves and from others. Um, which is why this is quite an interesting proposition because Jamie and I are both running the same race. <laughs> we are <laughs> um, We're running an ultra. It's going to be We are fun. running, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully more <laughs> running than walking. Um, but we are, it all came, this whole brainchild stemmed from Jamie thinking, why don't we talk about um, us, ourselves and our different attitudes towards training, etc., leading up to a race that we're both running on the same day mm-hmm. and the same race and basically have a, a, an exploration of that athletic journey, essentially. Um, yeah. And everything that happens in between. So yeah, so that's the that's the the proposition. That's the value that we are providing to you, the listener, the dear listener. Um, so yeah, we're running country to capital in January capital. of twenty twenty two. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, um, it's been delayed by a year once for reasons. Um, I don't know. But, why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's fine. Well, we both and pulled I, out because it would have been. We did. We did. We did. <laughs> we were both like, oh, thank God, we can, we've got more time. It's great. Um, yes, I think, yes, the, the 2021 Country to Capital is happening. And for those runners, you know, good luck. I'm sure it'll be great. Um, but for us, we are both different runners. And I thought it'd be interesting because, yeah, we're both training towards the same race. It's a while away. But I am effectively starting from scratch. It kind of feels like I've said it many times. And that's kind of where I'm where I feel like I am, as opposed to you, Max, who is uh an incredible athlete (laughs) basically olympic olympian you know already there just trying to improve right 
I yeah, I feel like we have very very different athletic backgrounds. So I suppose yes. Um, this kind of just leads into the, like who we are essentially, because at the moment we've just said that, that we're we're people who enjoy running coffee and desperation and think as a value proposition that you're like, well, who are these people? So uh, my name's Max. Uh, I'm 25. I'm um, in in the real world outside of sports. I'm an aspiring barrister, not barista, although that would be slightly appropriate. Um, and yep. My primary sport, I would say, is triathlon. So middle distance triathlon, um, which for those of you who don't know, is kind of half Ironman distance. So that's 1.9 kilometer swim, 90k bike, followed by a half marathon. So my primary focus is essentially around four hours of racing to four and a half hours. Um, I have dabbled in ultra marathons. Uh, I've done a, a 50 miler. I've done a few 50k plus runs solo. But I wouldn't say that I am an ultra runner. I am someone who is capable of running an ultra distance um, mm-hmm. and enjoying that process. Um, and I come from a very sporting background, competitive swimmer growing up, uh, national level competitive swimmer until I was about 17, until I got really ill. Um, and that's a whole that's a whole other episode, I feel, mm. potentially, in terms of that arthritic diagnosis journey. But uh, basically, I'm an arthritic athlete who likes coffee and desperation. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And we're friends. <laughs> we're friends. And it's, it's yes. a beautiful thing. Um, yes. So, yes. I was going to yeah. ask that, actually. I feel like I, I knew you had some sort of you know, sporting success as, as a youth, as a, as a youth. Um, but I wasn't actually sure. I knew, I I knew you did, you did swimming, right? So was that very competitive? Did you have like coaches and stuff? Yeah. So I, um, I grew up pretty much doing all sports and then, um, focusing on rugby and swimming until I was about 15. And then I, um, I got invited to London Wasps Academy for those who follow rugby. That's premiership rugby team when I was 15 to trial for their team. Um, I managed to completely blow my trial, my trial day, um, like completely tanked it and then ended up hating the sport afterwards. I just couldn't, I didn't bounce back particularly well from that, Mm. to be perfectly honest. Um, I was devastated and it kind of killed the love of the sport for me. And I started getting more and more injured as boys got bigger and bigger. Uh, like I'm not a big boy. I'm six foot, (laughs) like 73 kilo, which for a rugby player is just too small. Um, so then I decided to focus on swimming. So by that time, I was probably swimming about 16 to 18 hours a week, um, plus like land training and competitions and stuff. So it was it was a huge part of my life and it still is now, uh, hilariously to everyone around me. Because mm. when I stepped out of the pool, I said I'd never go back. Uh, <laughs> and I am. So uh, my parents are just like, well, you know, we told you so. And I, my coach was like, well, we, my old swimming coach is like, well, it's nice to see you back in the water. And I was like, I really don't want to be here, to be honest. It just so happens <laughs> that it's one third of the race that I want to do. Exactly. Um, so, yes, very, very, um, it's very funny because I, um, my mum, pe- my mum my was like, oh, you weren't particularly good at swimming. <laughs> and I, I, I was sitting there, I was sitting there with my girlfriend at the time. And I just looked at my mum and was like, I've got a, a national gold medal upstairs. And I was just like, is the, I was like, is the bar this high? Wow. I was just like, I was like, and she was like, yeah, but, but you didn't, you know, you didn't go to the Olympics. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just, and I was just there and I was, oh, I was like, oh, great. Right. It's no, it's not enough. So, uh, yes, come from a very driven family yes. <laughs> with, uh, with high, high ambitions. And I think that's definitely worn off, um, on me. Yeah. 
Well, but how about yeah. yourself, Jamie? What's 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 your sporting so, background? Very minimal. I I when I was when I was a child, when I was a youth, um, I was just a very kind of tall, skinny guy for ages. Um, I spent most of my youth playing chess, and so I was traveling the UK playing chess tournaments. Um, that was pretty much most of what I did when I was young, and then I similarly had a had an extended period of. Uh, inactivity I would say um, which went through until potentially I think my second year of university I started running um, and that was yeah that was I started with the couch to 5k program and had to lose a bunch of weight and had to get basically running from scratch I'd never really done any sort of sport professionally or like any sort of training um, and that was oh god over 10 years ago now because I'm an old man um <laughs> but what and, what uh, decided why did you decide to start running I don't know I, of uni? I think it was more just I've always thought about running I've always thought about running as being something that I would enjoy doing I like walking a lot I've always walked everywhere like when I was when I when, we were, when I was young my mum would get the bus back from town to our house and I would walk and I would beat the bus and that is a thing that we used to do, like I used to do, because I just wanted to walk everywhere all the time. Yeah. Um, we grew up without a car and all sorts of stuff like that. So we, pr- I'm, I'm pretty like outdoorsy and active, but just never doing anything structured so much. Yes. Um, so yeah, I got into running, did like, you know, a couple years where I would do like two mile runs, three mile runs, like a couple times a week. And that's, that was about it. Um, running with friends and stuff. Um and then I signed up for a marathon in Sierra Leone because why not? Um, and I had to go from, yeah, like a 20 minute run a couple of times a week to training for a marathon in 39 degree heat and 99% humidity and all that stuff, which, you know, is one way to go um, about training. And I didn't really train that much and it was a pretty miserable experience, but I got the bug and that's the problem. Yes, um, it's quite funny because I think we both have uh, the same start in running. As in, I started second year of uni, and the I started literally a couple runs a week, mm. literally two to three miles. If that, I think my first run was three kilometers at six twenty a kilometer pace, yeah. and um, and the only reason I started running was to run an ultra marathon. Like that was oh, my wow. only intention ever, because I yeah. met someone. And they were like, I run ultramarathons. And I was like, what on earth is an ultramarathon? <laughs> like, a marathon's yeah. a really long way. And they're like, oh, anything over a marathon. And I said, I want to do that. I know I'm not supposed to, but I want to do that. And that's the only reason I started running. So that I, I think crazy. we have something we have something in common where it's very much kind of big set Big goals. Big goal in terms yeah. of like what is going to motivate me to be disciplined enough, hopefully, hopefully. to send it. <laughs> yes. I mean, that is that is my selfish reason for wanting to do this podcast is to have that that additional layer of accountability in training and in and then a little bit of structure, because obviously we're, we're going to talk about our week's worth of training, what we've done previously, what we're going to try and do ahead. But we're also going to talk about different topics and stuff that we, we're interested in. We think about running and sport and training quite a lot. So it's worth talking about way too much. 
way too much. <laughs> I know. According to according it's... to various females that have entered and left my life over the years, <laughs> <laughs> none yep. have been, none, none have quite matched I mean, up to the mistress of sport. Unfortunately, let's, yeah. My first Instagram plug is uh, drink coffee run on Instagram, and that is <laughs> I've I had a friend recently was like Jamie, you took your Instagram handle, and you really you really believe that, right? It's just just talk to me about coffee, just talk to me about running. That's the only thing I care about. <laughs> That's I'm the like, only. Yes. I also play chess. Happiness, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ma- max triathletes, as in try to be an athlete. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be in uh, the in the description, right? We, yeah, we could figure out how to do that. It, it, um, tech, we are tech savvy enough, I think. But um, yes, but so yeah. Jane, so you're talking about accountability. So, like, what what are the what are your goals at the moment? Like, what are you working towards? Apart from obviously country's capital, which is the, yes. the common thread that holds us together at this point. Yes. So. I did a marathon. It was a weird marathon, but it was it was fun and it was horrible at the same time, which is great. And then I did like a year of half marathons or so afterwards because I told myself I never want to do a marathon again. And just happen- I just kept signing up for half marathons. I couldn't help myself. And I got involved with Tribe. <laughs> I you know. have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I got involved with Tribe. So Tribe are a nutritional brand and they also are a charity. And I kind of started doing training sessions with them. And they did an ultra last year two years ago time you know a couple years ago um run for love three which was a 260 kilometer six day multi-stage ultra which sounds so long i know it sounds ridiculous um i i would say yeah (laughs) yeah it was really interesting i i wouldn't i don't know this is a bit maybe a topic for another time but i don't necessarily consider one run for love three like the most successful thing I've done in terms of running. I don't really think I did as well as I wanted to, um, but it was like an amazing learning experience. I think I got to grips with ultra running. I I, I have done ultras because I I sort of did that. I did a bunch of training that was in the ultra distance, and, and I do consider myself. I'm like oh, some days I'm like I'm barely I'm not even really a runner, and then other days I'm like yeah I'm an ultra runner. Like add what like yes. you know. I'm very it's much between fluid. those two points. It's fluid, isn't it? Yeah, because it's, exactly. it's a state of mind in a certain moment that will justify that label to yourself. Like <laughs> yes. that—that's basically it. Like I have days where I'm like, I'm, I'm nothing, <laughs> and then I have, I have days like today where I, I'm like, oh, I'm actually maybe getting kind of fit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which, yeah, yeah. And it just happens, and it's like, oh, maybe, maybe I am a triathlete. Like maybe I can be something. And then I have days where I'm like. <laughs> my legs don't work anymore. And I'm like, what am I doing here? <laughs> exactly. I think so there's a lot back and forth. I, so I've signed up for Run for Love 4 is the big, the big thing, which is in May of 2022, which is similarly, I think the route's not like 100% defined, but it's going to be around a 260 kilometer six day run up the coast of Croatia, which will be really lovely. But I am determined that given my sort of experience with the with the third run for love that I want the fourth one to be uh better I want to do better I think I know that I can do it but it's it's consistency that is what gets you there it's not just it's an interesting one I feel like that's a video uh not a video a podcast in itself is this kind of preparation for for multi-day racing because it's a very Mm, different um compared to you know, single stage ultra runs or any other mm-hmm. run for that matter where you've got one day just full sending and then you can recover for a week. Um, exactly. Like the multi-stage doesn't give you that um, as readily. So I feel like that's, a, that's an interesting 
challenge. Yeah, it's an interesting challenge. And I think it is kind of like it 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 um like flavors a lot of my training. And a lot of a lot of how I think about running is sort of leading up to these multi-stage races. And I'm I'm very focused on how do I make sure that I can avoid injury, how can I recover quickly, things like that. So it does mean a lot of my training doesn't really fit very well. And I think this is something we probably should touch on is kind of we're both starting from the standpoint of where we're at. So for me, a bit more beginner entry level. Um, I did I did a fair amount of running towards the end of last year for when we thought we were going to do this in January. And then I've kind of stopped since. So I'm starting up again. Max is crazy. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not quite there. So I'm training at the moment. I'm training to try and get my professional triathlon license this season. Um, so I'm kind of averaging around... Um, like 16 to 20 hour weeks at the moment of cardiovascular exercise. However, I am somewhat injured at the moment with a, a knee, mm -hmm. a knee tweak that I picked up on a track session last week. I say injured. I feel like I, I feel like it gets to a point as an athlete where if you're putting in those hours, you're going to be carrying some mm. sort of tweak. Like there's no way that you keep injury free. It's just kind of maintenance. Yeah. Um, but fitness wise, I'm in a decent place. So I ran, um, I ran a 113 half marathon two weekends ago with mm -hmm. considering i'd had ibd flares that whole week and lost about <laughs> two and a half kilo and couldn't eat anything i was pretty stoked it's a pretty fasted run yeah. <laughs> to be honest it yeah absolutely it was miserable it was honestly one of the worst experiences of my life when i run an ultra or two like it was it was, <laughs> it was the worst hour and 13 minutes of my life um so that's yeah so i'm coming from a position where the the run in january is not my focus um, mm -hmm. so it's very much a, a secondary or ter tertiary, ter you know what I'm saying? Tertiary, um, yeah, yeah. Um, focus for me. So I'm kind of, I'm, I'm coming from the attitude of like, Ooh, I'm banking that my cross training, uh, in swimming and cycling yeah. translates to dealing with a 45 mile run. Oh yeah. We didn't say a country's capital is 45 oh, yeah. miles. Um, it's pretty flat. It's pretty flat for an ultra to be perfectly yeah. honest. It's only got about 600 meters of climbing and most of it's in the first half. Uh, it's kind of a race of two halves. So it starts out in the Chilton Hills trail and kind of bridle way. And then you hit the Grand Union Canal and it's basic, it's technically downhill um, mm. for the final marathon distance, basically, all the way into central London. Yeah. So it's a very fast course. Um, my goal for this is to uh, beat the fastest known time, uh, which is five <laughs> hours, which is very arrogant of me, considering I've just explained yeah. the fact that I'm not training for this primarily. Uh, but mm -hmm. in my head, it's 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 a half Ironman distance effort. You know, five hours, four yeah. five hours. That's that's what it is. Um, so Whereas... I've already run. I've run that canal, and it is mind numbing. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't run that <laughs> section of the canal, but I do live in London, and I run along the like Regent's Canal, pretty much. Regent's Canal is comparatively uh, uh, an auditory and visual stimulation overload <laughs> compared to how okay. it gets once you get out to like Wembley. It's maybe it's I should not hire. Great. Maybe we should hire some graffiti artists to uh, <laughs> just wander do along, murals. do some murals. Although little venison stuff is quite nice, but uh, yeah, I, I live out in Chilterns, right? so I actually live at the other. So I live at the start, mm. and Jamie lives at the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, it's perfect. Just, um, it's uh well it's perfect for you i've got to get a train <laughs> <afterwards>. <laughs> yeah, exactly like, it means I have, I have a i have a sofa to crash on before the race and i can go yes. home after the race it's yeah perfect. literally I, i'll be waiting at the pub probably way too many <laughs> well yeah down. so that's 
that's the difference, right? So you're trying to beat the course record. I think I'm. I was aiming for like five mile, five five mile hours. I think is what I'm going for. So like if that, I can do, yeah. yeah, five miles every hour, I think would be quite good. But that was based on training for last year because I obviously wasn't running a crazy amount. And Yes. I think you'll be faster than that though because it is a, I should it is be faster. a fast and flat course. So I'd, I'd say Jamie's aiming for sub seven hours. Uh, I'm putting that we'll out see. there for him. Okay. Um, he's just looking at me very badly right now. Um, we'll see. We'll but, see. Yeah. The thing is, it, it's possible. I've not, so, so those sorts of distances, I've never run that distance flat. I've only ever done it on trails i think yes it's a different yeah it's a different beast so it is also weather because it's january 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 in the uk like they've had years where it's just snow and rain Mm. all day and that's a whole other issue so if you can get a dry january that's kind of above zero it can be a really fast day out if it's wet and snowing and kind of zero it it will just be miserable yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's the thing so it's just um yeah it's a lot of hypotheticals but we've got uh six seven months until until race day plenty plenty of time plenty of time yeah so we've got that so we've got six months towards that seven months however long towards that so so i think the general structure of the podcast is leading up towards that and leading up to other races that we're doing because obviously max has a handful of races keyed in i'll have some training sessions for my ultra which will probably be worth talking about some like back-to-back days or or oh, trips out to the countryside exactly exactly yes i, I have actually the, yeah. i've somehow got loads of races i don't understand how they've all kind of disappeared <laughs> from nowhere um, they've all been rescheduled so yes yeah, so i think i'm racing every month until like november <laughs> <laughs> so that's a quarter of our podcast sorted it's easy <laughs> literally because i've got um i've got a world championship qualifier in two weeks time which is really not great considering the knee injury mm. then i've got um 10 mile tt bike race which is just boring um it's literally a 20 minute it's like the equivalent of a 5k then okay. i've got um my pro card license race on the 4th of july which is holcomb then i've actually got august off okay but then i'm training for half ironman warsaw at the beginning of september which i'm hoping to win and get my slot to the world champs so yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's all kind of like full steam ahead, and then I've got a virtual London marathon in October because I signed up for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that I think was a good idea. Um, I think it'd be a good training day. Yeah, maybe. So this is the other thing. I do know a lot of the runners who do the reverse London marathon in the morning on the London marathon thing. So I do expect that all the virtual runners will be trying to do that around London, yes. right? Yeah. So, that might be something I could, I could join on. We'll see. You should probably we'll do see. that. It'll probably be. A good and then another aspect. Yes, another aspect um, is that we both have jobs and we're both <laughs> working professionals, right? Right. I I still do have a job, which is amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's so. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so that was like a big thing. I I thought for us. Why are you listening to us? Is that we are. We, we care about running and training. This is not a running podcast as much as I will step up and call it a running podcast. Um, yeah. But we care about training and we try and slot it in around our lives with varying... Normal lives. Unfortunately, normal lives. Unfortunately, normal lives. Like, I, as much as I would love to be a professional athlete, I am not a professional athlete. Much like Jamie, I work a full-time job. I live on my own. I have obligations to my cats. Um, <laughs> like... 
you know there is a life out there you know you've got to go shopping yeah. you've got to look after the house you've got to work like it, it's never ending and i'm i'm we're neither of us are these people that are fortunate enough to just be able to train so yeah. everything for us is a balancing act around everything else that's an obligation or a requirement in life and training is unfortunately it's a privilege um and it's not a right so i think we're trying to take as much of an opportunity um to exercise that privilege with training um to mm-hmm. slightly different degrees essentially like i'm a mad fanaticist about it and i will happily compensate pretty much everything else in my life for it uh whereas i might be a bit more balanced in terms of um let's go where training falls yes Uh, yeah i i however yeah it drove it it i yeah i should yeah it drives people mad like my friends um Mm -hmm. where i'm just like no (laughs) they're like why not and i was like well i have a training session in the diary and they're like when do you not have a training session i was like well i get one rest day every 11 days (laughs) so pencil it in then and then it gets to the rest day and the last thing i want to do is get on the train into central london so it's kind of it is difficult it is difficult but i think um, i've come to terms with the solitary life that comes with the ambition to 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 be a top (laughs) athlete so you know just um i am yes it's hard is hard i think but it's just balancing it around work is hard yeah so it's tricky and i think yeah i think that's an interesting thing that we can we can talk about more and we can kind of resonate on so in terms of training so this is this is kind of what we we've gone over a bunch of stuff about ourselves and kind of what we expect about the show and and the race we're going to do which i think is is a good focal point for us to kind of touch back on um but in terms of training ideally we'll go over what we've done this past week or or recently and then what we kind of vaguely thinking for the week ahead so the name of the show is the unplanned plan podcast right top yeah that's what we're thinking top um which is in part because you know we don't really know what we're doing we want this to be conversational we want this to be fairly free form um but i mean we as you may have just realized from max max has a pretty good plan of what they're doing in terms of training over a short period of time but you know you have an idea of what you're doing in the next couple of weeks i am yes. kind of finding my way um not so much that i don't know what i'm doing like i've i've done a lot of training sessions with a lot of really great coaches and i've followed plans for you know periods of time but i think it's kind of the stop starting nature of my running background i've i've still not found the training sort of the training philosophy that works for me or the training schedule that works for me so this could be things. an interesting podcast though is me setting your training well well i, I, I mean I yeah did i've done it for, i've done it for people in the past for their runs and i never actually kill them they get to the point that they're <laughs> wanting me to set more um but it could be an interesting way in terms of accountability it could be an interesting i think maybe it's just, i'm just throwing it out there jamie it's yeah. an unplanned plan it's an unplanned plan <laughs> it, was, it, it was an unplanned thought it just came to me in, in this thought. very moment <laughs> Is this podcast just a trap? Is that what this is? It's an intervention. It's, it's Jamie, you need to do more this running. Is a, this is a Discord intervention of you keep going into running deeper chats. <laughs> I know, exactly. You're not allowed to talk about running deeper unless you've done more than 30 miles this week. And I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. definitely, I'm, I'm on 12 kilometers. Oh, wow. Week. Okay. Well, I've done, just... I did a 5K today. So I'm on five. So I, yeah, I also, I just managed over five before my stomach said, no. Okay, and I had to run back, uh, run back home. It was it's um, 
I'm currently not very healthy, so I'm actually off to the hospital tomorrow, which is very exciting, obviously. Um, I didn't realize that hospitals were open at 6.45 on a Sunday for appointments, but apparently they are. Yeah, um, it's which crazy. Is a bit rogue. So, um, yeah, I mean, we can quickly talk. So my, I, my, my, training, my training this week, uh, including yeah. tomorrow, um, because I'm heading into race season, it's been very bike-focused, and uh, since the pool's reopened, I've been spending a lot more time swimming. And I find swimming amazing cross training for running because it's non load bearing, it's non impact, like it's ju- it's just easy. Um, so my training my training volume for this week is somewhere around. Um, it's quite for me. It's quite low. It's going to be around. <laughs> uh, it'll be around fifteen to sixteen hours for this week. Okay. Um, and then next week i haven't put any of my runs in for next week because i'm waiting to see what happens with my knee um but i'm looking at another i'm looking at like an 18 hour week next week um heading into into uh race season and that's kind of like the general general gist of it um so for people that use like training peaks uh, if anyone's listening to this kind of hovering around the um 800 to a thousand training stress score per week at the moment um and it seems to be working apart from like the knee niggle which has nothing to do with the actual Mm -hmm. training and more to do with just like an unfortunate series of events um that's been pretty comfortable for me for the last couple of weeks and that's not i never really used to do that much volume i used to be Mm. very much of a lower volume kind of guy but it seems to be seems to be holding up for me at the moment so that's yeah. that's kind of my training for the next two well previous week and the week coming up okay that's good yeah i guess it is something you have to you always have to adjust for external factors and injury is one of those factors that i mean it's internal it's external you know you don't have that much control over it when it's it's inevitable um, this is yeah. the thing it's an injuries and setbacks are inevitable in sport like there's no way that you can train x amounts of hours without getting injured so i kind of mentally always look at it like injuries per hour trains i'm probably <laughs> quite low yeah but it's always just mentally a bit like oh my god why now like why now just going into race season and it becomes really hard to take that break because you're like yeah. oh no I'm, I'm racing in two weeks and i'm like i don't want to stop running but then every run at the moment is not doing me any good mm-hmm. because i can't run properly so it's like actually i'm probably it's more detrimental to me to try and force a run injured than it mm. is to just take the day or two off um, I think that's very smart. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't take any time off after my half marathon, which was actually probably quite stupid. Like I should have probably taken a couple of days off. Um, so looking back. Didn't you have a scheduled rest day? Didn't, didn't I literally make a joke about you having a scheduled rest day the day? Yeah. I think, I think I went for a, I think I went for a swim. (laughs) Okay. No, actually I went for a, I went for an hour swim followed by two hours on the bike. (laughs) And the day after after my, I didn't, I didn't have a rest. So I raced on, I raced on a Sunday. I didn't have a rest day until the Thursday. And the only reason I had a rest day on the Thursday is that I was shooting an advert in central London. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't train. Yeah. You heard it here. Injuries are inevitable. That's, 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 that's. (laughs) Yeah. Injuries are inevitable if you don't take rest days. It's probably the best of us. Yeah. So I I guess weirdly, weirdly. So, so for me, I, I'm kind of starting up again. So I didn't really do much running the first half, the first almost half of a year, I don't know, three, four months. Um, so I'm trying to get back into it and it does feel different. Um, 
And so I've been doing lots of walking. This is my, my focus for the last, I would say for maybe, maybe two weeks, is lots of walking as opposed to lots of running. Um, mostly I like walking and it's good to be out of the house because I'm working from home at the moment and I'm just always in my flat. So any opportunity to be outside. Um, so actually doing the maths, I think I've done about 15 hours of walking this last week, which is pretty good, I, I feel like. That's a huge um, amount of walking. Yeah, it's pretty. It's quite a lot. I did. You a, should get a, a whoop, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was looking over and I was thinking about all the walking I've done because I did basically. I did like one twenty-mile walk. I did two ten-mile walks, and then I did like an hour of walking every day. And so, like, it adds up, and it's quite a lot. So it does add up. It it is good, and I'm thinking. Oh, actually, I probably should have recorded that because it would actually look pretty good to have like the just the time, like how much time have I spent walking. Um, and I'm surprised yeah. you didn't. I would have, especially like a twenty-mile yeah. walk or whatever. A ten-mile walk is not really. It's I. My personal gripe is people like recording walking to the shops. Yeah, uh, and it's like a kilometer down the road at most. You know, like that. That I'm like, why would you bother recording that? But if you're doing a ten-mile walk, like, let's be yeah. real here. Ultra running is a lot of walking. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's cross-training-ish, and it's like it's time think... on feet, which yeah. beats everything unfortunately like i love cross training don't get me wrong but nothing's going to prepare your body like spending time on your feet exactly for running so this was my thought was to do a lot of walking and it's been great uh and i went for a run today uh in no small part because of max being annoying and um you know reminding me that we had this podcast recording and i was like i can't do a running po- it's not a running podcast but it is running <laughs> you keep podcast. calling it a running um, podcast you can't do a running podcast if i haven't done any running so i went for a 5k uh it was nice it was good to go out and and do a run like a proper run it was sunny so that was great and i stopped by a health food store on the way home so i bought some some cool food uh which is much better than my bike ride i ended up in Leighton (laughs) buzzards and i was like what am i doing Mm. here and then i got shouted at by someone and then someone cut me up on a on a junction they were coming out of a kfc drive-through thingy my bob but they'd left their purse on the top of the car so that went flying off and I tried to wave them down, but I think they thought I was angry about the fact that they oh, had yeah. cut me up. So mm-hmm. I was like waving frantically in their back window being like, and then I'm not going to stop on a jaw, like a sink, like a busy well, road yeah. to pick up someone's purse. So I'm like sprinting down the road, trying to catch a car. Awfully optimistic of me. Um, and, um, <laughs> and yeah, this couple, person couple just years. lost, yeah. And they just lost their purse. So I was like, well, right. actually, you know, karma does exist. <laughs> Yeah. Your run sounds much nicer than my bike ride. It was nice. Buzzard, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, it was chill. It was a nice run. It was a good start. And it's kind of made me realize. Um, so it was very slow, obviously. I wasn't going for speed. I was just going for, let's see what this feels like. Um, but it was way faster than the 5K I did a few weeks ago. Um, so our, our Discord, your Discord that I am on. Um, <laughs> our Discord. The running like... Discord um, did like a 5K tournament thing like challenge virtual relay virtual virtual relay. relay that's what we did um when was this this was what this was it was about a month ago now it was about a month ago about a month ago six weeks so we did yeah. we did that and it was kind that was kind of when i'd started running a little bit so i hadn't really done much i think my time was around 36 minutes i think 37 minutes something like that i think so yeah something like that um which is not as fast as i normally run um it's pretty you slow. You hadn't run for a while. But I hadn't run for a while. And so that happens. And also, like, you know, winter, all that stuff. I've been, uh, yeah, just very, very sedentary. So 37 minutes, not great. And then now, a couple weeks later, a month later or so, it's 33 minutes, which again, 
not very fast, but it's way faster than than I was a month ago, and it felt way easier. So that's that's great. So that's the big thing. That's the big thing, and so my it, it's made me think that my focus for this upcoming week will just be getting back into like consistent running. So I want to run as many days as I can. Um, probably similar like short distance, um, but just e- basically I know that I can run every other day and that'd be fine. And eventually I can get to the point that I can run every day. Probably won't be able to do it straight away because, you know, I don't want to end up with an injury. Um, but at least every other day, maybe I'll do double, like maybe I'll do a couple sequential days if I feel like my legs, you know, will take it. Um, and I think that is the goal. I think the goal is not to do some structured thing quite yet, not to put in anything particularly challenging, but just replace the walking with running basically because i'm walking every day if if i'm walking four miles a day i can run three miles and it'll be the same yeah you just switch it over isn't it in terms of the volume i mean i think that's a i think that's a um a a good goal i I mean my my upcoming goal for this week is essentially trying not to be injured um Mm -hmm. which i don't doesn't quite work like that i don't think i can will that into being unfortunately i think it just takes well you could you can be more sensible rest right, the, okay. you know, like all right lower oh, intensity dad. or frequency or something yeah right so i've got an open water swim tomorrow <laughs> followed by three and a half hours on the bike but it's gonna be fine it doesn't <laughs> hurt it doesn't hurt on the bike and it doesn't hurt when yeah. i swim so it's literally just a okay. running thing there's something about running which makes no sense because you'd think that if it's hurting while running it would hurt while cycling but cycling yeah, it's a very similar movement. If you think about like okay. up and down quad hamstring use, like the same muscles are being used just in a slightly different way, but it doesn't seem okay. to present itself while I'm riding a bike. So I'm kind of like, okay, okay. well, we're just going to go with this then. Um, so my goal for this week is is to is uh, rest, recover it from the running and mm-hmm. get back to some more consistent mileage because I learned some bad lessons from that half marathon, which was don't think I can get away with not running a long run. Mm. Um Yes, it hurt a lot. Um, so for yeah. context for everyone, I was only averaging about 35 kilometers a week, but it was all very short runs in my lunch break. Mm-hmm. So like maybe five miles. Yeah, I um, think that's pretty which doesn't translate. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, people can fit in like an 8K in lunch and get back in time, shower and be back in front of their desk for whatever meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it doesn't work if you want to race 13.1 miles because your yeah. body's not going to be used to the long run or like being on its feet for that long. So my goal is to get back to running consistent at least one 10 mile run a week just to get the body used to being on its feet for that long again. Um, so that's that's those cool. are all my two goals for the next couple of weeks, probably. Cool. That sounds good. So this is good the way podcast. To yeah, this is, our, this is our thought. Let us know if this is terrible. Actually, maybe don't. Maybe just let us know if you liked it. And Yes, only uh, positive vibes. Exactly. Positive vibes is the goal. Um, I'm sure we'll have this somewhere that you can leave a review. So leave a five-star review. We might read it on an episode at some point. That is me being sure for the show that we haven't published yet. But we will. And it'll be great. We have a domain. <laughs> we have a domain. We have a domain that definitely works and we can definitely set up an email by the time this goes out probably and, maybe uh yeah so so next week we're going to do this weekly it's going to be great 
we're going to aim for like 40 minutes, maybe 20, 40 minutes somewhere. We'll see. We'll see. Again, it's unplanned. So it's the unplanned plan. It's unplanned plan. It's the unplanned plan. That's the goal. Cool. So I think that's, I think that's it. We don't have an outro, do we? Or we might do, but we don't have. Boom, 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 (laughs) boom. <laughs> the outro is also unplanned. Um, exactly. Brilliant. No, but uh, yeah, weekly episodes. Uh, stick around for Jamie and Max exploring a whole host of issues, trials, tribulations, and hopefully joyous moments over yes. the course of um, uh, essentially an athletic sports appreciative journey um, with slightly mm. different end goals, but um, just as much appreciation for the journey. Exactly. Exactly. That sounds great. Brilliant. Well, I guess I'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you next week.